The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii. Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. I'm Head Pastor Billy Hahn, Jr., and I would like to thank you for joining us today. We would like to welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast, being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV, Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC, Channel 13 in Palm Springs. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV, Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV, Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME, Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV, Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY, Channel 9 in El Central, California, and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KZJO, Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ, Channel 14 on Salt Lake City, Utah, parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV, Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, and from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church, located at 1043 Middle Street, is the headquarters of the gospel of the kingdom of God for the whole world with a sign of the roof of the temple, Jesus coming soon. A landmark in Kali for over 90 years, an old prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and Ada B. Lagbaum on August the 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late Chief Pastor William M. Hahn Sr. in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints wherever you are, and the shut-ins. That is, those of you in the hospitals and convalescent at homes, and should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. To start off the musical program of today's telecast, the church choir in the direction of Emilia Hahn will sing the uplifting song entitled, The Lord is the Strength of My Life. They will be able to accompany by Edith Matsuki on the piano and myself on the organ. 
Yes, viewers, the Lord is surely the strength of our lives. He is there in our time of need, and it's only a prayer away. We can always depend on Him, for He assures us that He will never leave us or forsake us. Please feel free to sing along with the choir as you see the words flashed on your screen. The church band, under my direction, will play the song entitled, Something Good is Going to Happen to You. We thank the Lord that we serve a true and living God who is able to make the crooked paths way straight and turn all our tests and trials into glorious victory. 
There is nothing impossible with the Lord as we put our faith, hope, and trust in His hands. He is surely the God of miracles.
Pohokara will give all the praise and glory to the Lord by singing the song, Look For Me. During her background music will be Iris Locke on the piano, Associate Pastor Marvin Abing on the bass, Mason Asano Seniors and Evans Bro Senior on the guitars. To our wonderful viewers, the Lord is speaking to your hearts today. Won't you look for him and listen to his call to accept him as your personal Savior, Master, and Lord. For today is the day of salvation, if you will but hear his voice. Jasper walls and bright golden avenue. As you behold all its beauty and its splendor, remember there's this one request. I make of you look for me for I will be there too I realize when you arrive there'll be so much to
The church choir will now sing the toe-tapping song entitled, He Made Everything New. When we are saved and baptized in His precious name, Jesus, our sins are washed away and remembered no more. We start out as a new creature in Christ. He is our wonderful Savior that turns all the cloudy skies blue and causes us to walk in the sunshine-filled path of righteousness. Now I'm walking in 
We now feature Pohakukara who do a selection on the banjo entitled, I'm on my way to heaven. Through the signs in the heavens above and the earth beneath, we know that Jesus is coming soon. For in his words, he tells us that in the last days, nations shall rise against nations. The love of many shall wax cold, because iniquity shall abound, there shall be famines, pestilence, and distress of nations. We are comforted to know that when these things come to pass, his second coming draweth nigh, and soon we will be on our way to heaven to be with our Lord and Savior for eternity. The men crusaders will now blend their voices to the song, I've Been Changed. We preach the self-same gospel that was preached by our Lord and Savior over 2,000 years ago on the shores of Galilee. The gospel is the good news that Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes with the Holy Ghost and fire, and that Jesus is coming soon. Stay tuned to listen as we read God's Word and tell you how you too can be changed by being born again of water and of the Spirit. At this time, it is with great pleasure to dedicate this beautiful song to a faithful and dear sister in the Lord. He is none other than Mrs. Edith Matsuki of Honolulu, Hawaii. We pray the Lord will continue to bless and strengthen you in the, all the days of your life as you faithfully put your shoulders to the gospel wheel. Have a wonderful Sunday. I've been to the river, I've been baptized, I've been washed in the blood of the Lamb. I've been changed from the creature that once I was, and redeemed is now my name. 
number two. Like the poor Hebrew children, I wandered along in a bare desert land to and fro. But I crossed over Jordan to Canaan's land where the milk and honey flow. I've been changed, I've been newborn, all my life has been rearranged. What a difference it made when the Lord came and stayed in my heart. Oh, yes, I've been changed. When at last in his presence I stand above, he will wipe all the tears from my eyes. And I'll thank him for giving a wretch like me lasting hope beyond the skies. I've been changed. I've been newborn, all my life has been rearranged. What a difference it made when the Lord came and stayed in my heart. Oh yes, I've been changed. I've been changed, I've been newborn, now my life has been rearranged. What a difference it made when the Lord came and stayed in my heart. I've been changed. What a difference it made when the Lord came and stayed in my heart. Oh, yes, I've been changed. Shalom and good morning. I'm Associate Pastor Jose Jendak, and I'd like to repeat our television time station and locations in a kindly ask for a viewing audience. Especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, today's telecast can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV, channel 13 in San Diego. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSG, channel 13 in Palm Springs. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV, channel 8, and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV, channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR TV Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY Channel 9 in Central California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KGZO Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. And from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KGZZ TV, Channel 14, also Lake City, Utah, Boston, Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming. And from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY TV, Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, as well as on 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable, Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning our scheduled garment service here in Home State Hawaii. Service held at the temple at every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel service at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. 
Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer service held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. at our Kamiki Branch Church located at 1361 Pollard Avenue. Gospel service held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is served by neighborhood branch churches. A service is also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castaner Sr. in Kanakakam, Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. Verialai in Maui, by Pastor Walter I. T. Lord Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard Kiwana Summer Sr. in Kolo, Kauai, by Pastor Helmut Sparrow in Bologapi, Hawaiian, and Pastor Vesper Sparrow in President Scott Bata, Mindanao, Philippines. You're welcome to attend these services regarding the church affiliations. There are no collections. However, you desire to volunteer the to support this telecast and Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated the conclusion of the telecast. And now I'd like to return our program back to Head Pastor Billy Anjoyo, who will bring forward a Spirit-directed and Spirit-inspired sermon. Pastor Billy? Thank you, Jose. Today, dear telecast viewers, we urgently plead with you to come out of the world and stop participating in the sinful things of the world and begin to serve our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The times of today in which we live are perilous times with violence and aggression even in our own backyards. We witness such sordid events that occur with shootings in residential areas and public parks, causing many innocent deaths and injuries due to fatal and horrendous terroristic activities. Hence, our only recourse is to call on the name of Jesus Christ to make all crooked paths straight and to keep us under the protection of His precious blood. We invite everyone to participate in today's sermon and topic entitled Leaders Led by Jesus Christ Our God. As an absolutely source of help and deliverance in our daily lives upon this earth. Let us always remember that Jesus Christ is just a prayer away and in the process of our faith and patience may be required in return. And let us all persevere and endure until the very end. For any leader to be successful in his or her calling, the presence of God's Holy Spirit must reside within them. After all, when we are doing the Lord's word, our efforts will be directed at the saving of souls. And we must be spirit-directed, allowing God's Holy Spirit to have free course. Hence, in doing so, we will allow ourselves to be exposed to God's wealth of knowledge, understanding, wisdom, and revelations with signs, and wonders. How was Paul, Peter, the other prophets and authors of the Bible able to convey what was in the mind of Christ? The words they wrote are so profound in nature that it exceeds the wisdom of any man born on the face of the earth. And the only explanation, once again, is that they were filled with the presence of God's Holy Spirit. 2 Timothy 3, 16-17 gives us this exhortation. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Great leaders such as Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, and Joshua we're in direct contact with God through His Holy Spirit. The prophets which were sent by God to the children of Israel, such as Isaiah, Jeremiah, and Samuel, were used as the instruments of God, and He spoke through them by His Holy Spirit. Hence, they were able to instruct the kings and children of Israel with boldness, 
concerning the things of God. Hebrews 1, 1 through 3, therefore denotes God who at sundry times and in divers manners spake in times past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in the last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds, who being in the brightness of his glory, and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high, being made so much better than the angels, as he hath by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than thee. Jesus Christ was conceived of the Holy Ghost, and although he was born in the flesh, he did not inherit the sinful nature of Adam, knew no sin, and was sinless in every aspect. God's Holy Spirit was in him, and his body symbolized God's temple, where every man, woman, and child who accepts him will dwell by faith. Hence, Romans 1.17 recites, For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. God's Holy Spirit works wonderfully within his pastors and preachers who preach in power and demonstration of God's Holy Spirit. The conversion of Saul to the gospel of Jesus Christ was a powerful miracle that changed him from the chief persecutor of the gospel into a faithful preacher and witness for him. Jesus Christ touched the heart of Saul on the road to Damascus and changed him forever from his life of cultural traditions into a great defender of the faith who would suffer the persecutions that he once had promoted, being knocked to the ground by a light from heaven. He heard the voice of Jesus Christ, was instructed about what he must do, and was healed of his blindness, baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit. Hence his name being changed from Saul to Paul. The Lord Jesus Christ also spoke directly to a man named Ananias about Paul, and he was able to lead him to the gospel even though he had been a ruthless persecutor of the saints of God. We read in Acts 9, 13 to 18, Then Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard by many of this man how much evil he had done to thy saints at Jerusalem. And here he hath authority from the chief priests to bind all that call on thy name. But the Lord said unto him, Go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me, to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. For I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. And Ananias went his way and entered into the house, and putting his hands on him said, Brother Saul, the Lord, even Jesus, that appeared unto thee in the way, as thou camest, had sent me, that thou mightest receive thy sight, and be filled with the Holy Ghost. And immediately there fell from his eyes as it had been scales. And he received his sight forthwith and arose and was baptized. Soon after, Paul was refreshed with food and drink. He straightway went into the synagogues 
and preach the gospel of the kingdom of God to all mankind. Galatians 1, 15-18 states, But when it pleased God who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by His grace to reveal His Son in me that I might preach Him among the heathen, immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood. Neither went I up to Jerusalem to them which were apostles before me, but I went into Arabia and returned again unto Damascus. Then after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to see Peter and abode with him 15 days. From then on, Paul increased the more in spiritual strength, confronting the Jews who were at one time his peers. He did not consult with the disciples during his absence of three years because he was in the desert of Arabia and taught by God's Holy Spirit concerning the things of Jesus Christ through his Holy Spirit. In his epistle to Timothy, Paul writes that life and immortality have been brought to light through the gospel. Hence, the gospel of the kingdom of God highlights the saving of the soul, which is mankind's highest priority in this life. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, and God has concluded that all are under sin, both Jew and Gentile. We find such was the case with Nicodemus, a learned scholar and a Pharisee who was knowledgeable in the laws of Moses and very influential in the political arena. He approached Jesus Christ by night, knowing that he was not saved according to the gospel, and his sins remained with him regardless of the many yearly sacrifices that had been made on his behalf. Nicodemus witnessed the wonderful miracles performed by Jesus Christ and came seeking the salvation of his soul, knowing that what he had learned previously could not save his soul. John 3, 5 highlights Jesus Christ's commandment given to Nicodemus and all mankind Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And in John 3, 6-7, Jesus Christ stated, That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. As a result of Nicodemus being converted to the gospel of Jesus Christ, he was dismissed from his position and expelled from Jerusalem. What could have brought such a significant change in this man's life? Well, Nicodemus is no different than any of us today. John 1, 10 through 11, as his explanation of grace, he was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own and his own, received him not. Likewise, many today still fail to accept Jesus Christ as a personal Savior, Master, and Lord, and therefore reject water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ. Peter tells us that water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ is an act of a good conscience toward God. And Paul also relates that baptism in the name of Jesus Christ resembles his death burial, 
and resurrection. In Acts 2.38, on the day of Pentecost, Peter preached his message to the Jews in Jerusalem. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and he shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Paul defines the term repentance in 2 Corinthians 7.10. For godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation, not to be repented of, for the soul of the world worketh death. And although Peter denied the Lord Jesus Christ three times, Peter remembered the words of the Lord, saying that he would do so. And when the cock crew, he went bitterly in full repentance unto God and was forgiven. Hence in Acts 4.12, Peter declares the saving power and authority vested in the name of Jesus Christ. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. In Matthew 13, 44 to 46, it clearly states, Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure hid in a field, the which when a man hath found, he hideth, and for joy thereof goeth and selleth all that he hath, and buyeth that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a merchant man seeking goodly pearls, who when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. And today, every preacher should be preaching the self-same gospel preached by the Lord Jesus Christ on the shores of Galilee. It was the good news then, and it still is the good news today that Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptized with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon. Hence, Ephesians 4, 4 to 5 declares, there is one body, one spirit, even as ye are called in one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. Today, we are living in the dispensation of grace, and it's a time when every man, woman, and child will be tested to see if they will obey God's word, to be born again by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ, and to be filled with God's Holy Spirit, speaking in God's unknown language. The Lord Jesus Christ spoke very concisely when he said in John 14, 6, Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. And in 2 Corinthians 11:4, 4, it denotes this truth. For he that cometh preaches another Jesus, whom ye have not preached, or if ye receive another spirit which ye have not received, or another gospel which ye have not accepted, ye might well bear with him. The Apostle Paul sent a clear warning to the congregation at Corinth and at Galatia concerning those who would pervert the gospel of Jesus Christ. For anyone were to preach another Jesus, dear television viewers, it in essence brings another false righteousness not proclaimed by Jesus Christ and himself. And in Matthew 6, 23, Jesus declared, But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? And if anyone come and preach to you another spirit other than God's Holy Spirit, it will be a deceiving spirit, similar to the evil spirit that initially deceived Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. Hence, if anyone come and preach to you another gospel, not preached by Jesus Christ himself, it will lead you to eternal damnation in hell below. 
Paul cautions us in Galatians 1, 6 I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and prefer the gospel of Christ. But though we or an angel from heaven preach any other unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. As we said before, so say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that he have received, let him be accursed. When Saul was raised up to be king over Israel, it was done with conditions because Israel was in a lawless state and not having a king. Men, women, and children did what was right in their own eyes. Spiritually, they were out of touch with the Lord their God. We read therefore in 1 Samuel 10, 6 to 10, And the Spirit of the Lord will come upon thee, and thou shalt prophesy with them, and shalt be turned into another man. And let it be when these signs are come upon to thee, that thou do as occasion serves thee, for God is with thee. And thou shalt go down before me in Gilgal, and behold, I will come down unto thee to offer burnt offerings, and to sacrifice sacrifices of peace offerings. Seven days shalt thou tarry till I come to thee, and show thee what thou shalt do. And it was so that when he had turned his back to go from Samuel, God gave him another heart, and all those signs came to pass that day. When Saul was anointed to be king of Israel, he needed the Spirit of the Lord to guide him. Samuel did not choose Saul, but God showed Samuel whom he had chosen. Let us read in 1 Samuel 9, 15 to 16. Now the Lord had told Samuel in his ear a day before Saul came, saying, Tomorrow, about this time, I will send thee a man out of the land of Benjamin, and thou shalt anoint him to be captain over my people Israel, that he may save my people out of the hand of the Philistines. For I have looked upon my people, because a cry is coming to me. Being a God-led leader over God's people, reality takes a special kind of person. However, God always chooses a man in whom the Spirit dwells. And in the Lord's gospel work, promotions always come from the Lord Jesus Christ. Who knows who is ready, prepared, and could do the best job for him. And God's will will be confirmed with signs following. In Saul's case, Samuel prophesied certain events would occur to confirm his anointing. As he journeyed to the hill of God, he was told that he would encounter prophets. The Spirit of the Lord would rest upon him, and he would prophesy alongside them and be changed. With God giving him another heart, and all that Samuel told Saul came to pass. As a godly leader, we must be able to work with others. The gospel of the kingdom of God is a soul-saving business, and we are there to win the soul and not to win every argument. Hence, what good is it if we win the battle but lose the soul? Our job is to godly leaders in love, forgiveness, insight, foresight, and the fruits of the gifts of God's Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 14, 12 recites, Even so ye, for as much as ye are zealous of spiritual gifts, seek that ye may excel to the edifying of the church. And as spiritual leaders in the gospel work, we covet to prophesy in order to edify, exhort, and comfort the body of Christ, not only in word, but also through the gift of God's Holy Spirit as well. Hence, Galatians 5, 25 concludes today's sermon topic. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, 
faith, meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Being led and guided by God's Holy Spirit in all things, we'll be prepared to be ready to meet the Lord Jesus Christ when He returns in clouds of glory to call up His bride, the church, saying, Come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. If you'd like to know more about God's Word, the church, and review telecast presentations in their entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, Head Pastor Billy Hahn, Jr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of his hands. To conclude our program for this morning, our church band will play the song entitled, When We All Get to Heaven.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.